0: Switch on your brain today. How you can use science and scripture to trigger the God-given power of your mind. Right now, on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Our guest today combines science with scripture and says that science is actually catching up with the Bible. Science is now proving that what you think can change your reality for good or for bad. Here today to help us change the way we think is the author of Switch on Your Brain, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Well, I want to welcome you and all of our audience and everyone watching television to our brand new set. I you are it. actually our first guest
1: I'm so in our brand new
0: it. set. And we it's are beautiful. in Phoenix. Even if you, it looks like we're overlooking the Wailing Wall. So oh. it's really a pleasure to have you. So
1: lovely to be here.
0: Well, I have, I've read the book we're going to talk about today. It's fantastic. Thank you. I've seen some of your interviews uh, on other programs. And I think this is a fascinating topic, actually yep. changing the way you think not needing to go back to your past and dig through, but actually beginning a new life. You know that adage that today is the first day of the rest of your life. I read that book and I thought of that adage right away. So introduce yourself to, to those that don't know you, your background.
1: Well, I'm a communication pathologist by profession and I specialized in cognitive neuroscience. So what that means, it's a whole, I did a BSc Logopedics, and what all that means together is that I studied how people communicate what they're what they saying and what they're doing and then tracking that back to what's going on inside the brain. So basically the science of thinking, the science of thought, that's really been my, the, the core of, of what I've spent. I've, I've specialized in. So that took years and I spent year, 25 years running a clinic, clinical practice working with people with all kinds of learning disabilities and issues with traumatic brain injuries, with emotional issues, with um, autism, you name it. Um, people f- suffering from a stroke, heart attack, whatever, caused a problem in people's ability to function like they should, then I would track back to thought life and help them to work through those issues. And basically my research went all around working on how to show people that the mind changes the brain, that the mind is different from the brain. So that's really been my field of research. And I still do research. I'm still busy with setting up clinical trials. With do- I work with various different neurosurgeons and neurologists and endocrinologists and that, are, that are believers, and, and we're doing clinical trials showing how the power of the mind can change the brain.
0: Beautiful. So. Now, what, what's unique about you is that for most, science and the Bible are in conflict. For, for many scientists, for many yes. uh, that um, are empirical in their thinking, uh, material in their yes. thinking, you believe that the Bible and science are connected and that science is actually catching up or, That's uh, with the Bible that's it talk about that
1: well I always find it Jonathan I always can't understand why people separate science and scripture because if you think of it God made everything we all agree with that so science is simply a description of the everything so, so that's all science is. It's God, God is giving us science to understand the world that he gave us, to understand how we function as humans. And my branch of science happens to be in the field of mind science and neuroscience. But everything is a science. How, how the plants grow, how how we do art, how literature, all of it is understanding human nature and the world around us. So science co- is it totally intertwined with the word of God. And, and it's science. not in
0: conflict with the word I'm of not God. at all. It, 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 it's totally it comp- supports the word of God. It's
1: complementary because God made science to show his glory. So the The Bible's got a lot of things that everything is there and science actually kind of plays out the details. You know, God is showing that he talks about his wonderful creation and then we we start understanding about how how man functions. You look at the human brain and you see how wonderful his creation. So science is giving us the detail of how it all works. So it's totally intertwined and should never be separated.
0: Your science that you, your study has led you to uh, believe that there, or 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 interpret that there is actually a switch in the brain that we can literally turn on, that we can activate, that will enable us to change the way we we think. And the way we think, Affects everything.
1: Absolutely. Well, my research showed that when you teach someone to think, when you teach someone to use their mind, which is your intellect, your will, and your emotions, it causes physical changes inside the brain. So the brain is simply a respondent. It's part of your spiritual body. Your brain is part of your physical, and your brain can't do anything on its own. I mean, if I take your brain out of your head now, it's not going to do anything. I won't do that, I promise. But I mean, it's not going to do anything. A brain on a plate out of a person's head, a brain cannot do anything if it's not inside a person's head. So your brain, my brain inside of our heads now, it's, it's, it's working and changing because of the mind.
0: Dispel the idea that the brain actually controls our thinking and our emotions and everything else.
1: Okay. So the brain is not self-emergent, which means that a brain can't do anything if it's not in a person who's alive. Once you're dead and your, your brain becomes dust. It's no longer existent It's just matter. So your brain is matter. It's part of your physical body. So you, what what the science? It's very fashionable, to, and it has been for 100 years for us for scientists to say the brain is mind is a result of brain activity. So the brain, little neurons fire, and that produces mind. So mind is like this side effect. Meanwhile, if if you only had the brain without in a live without a live person driving the brain, there would be no change. So the firing of the neurons doesn't produce the mind. The mind mind makes the fire neurons fire. It's that way around. So the mind changes the biology. So they separate things. The mind is what we, is our thinking. It's our will. It's our intellect, our will, and our emotions. And as we're thinking and processing and choosing, that's your mind in action, which generates this activity that we see inside the brain. So since the mid 1990s, they've started, and they, they, it was agreed universally, globally, that a neuroplasticity exists, which means neuro means brain, plastic means to change. So your brain can change. As a Results of mind
0: action. Let me just summarize: the, the the brain is simply matter. It's 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 part of our physiology, That's it, yeah. and the mind can actually sh- actually shapes and can reshape the way the brain your brain works. you got
1: it perfectly. That's exactly. You see, you control your biology. Your biology doesn't control you. So we're not victims of our biology. We are victors over and above our biology. I,
0: I think this is this really should be. People need to be listening very closely because you're saying that you can actually change everything. You
2: can, you can change can, your You brain. can
0: change your whole life. You're not a victim. This, this, no. this, the implication of this is that it does away with the victim mentality. Totally. I'm, I'm the result of my DNA and my programming and my upbringing and I just have to do the best I can with that. You're saying no.
1: That's wrong, and that's, that's not even correct science. I mean, it's actually been a very dominant theory. It's called genetic determinism. So, like, we determine by our genes. So our genes determine everything. So when, as soon as you hear the word gene, we kind of people worship it, literally like man has always tried to worship something from wooden idols to, to genes to now currently the brain. But you're not a, genes are also not self-emergent. They are waiting to be switched on. They have to be switched on. So what switches your genes on is your mind. Your mind is the switch that switches your genes on. When your genes express, things change inside your brain because the change comes from the expression of the genes. So our thinking is changing the biology because it's actually impacting the DNA on which you find your gene code. So they're waiting to be acting like you have to switch a light on, like you have to switch your computer on. I love
0: this because it's the adage again, we, we, uh, we believe it when we see it. Exactly. When faith is we believe it and then we see it, and you're saying you believe it, and there's actually a change in the physical.
2: There the is way a ch- the brain
0: yeah. operates are, uh, changes.
1: Well, if you take exactly what you're saying is correct. It's changing as you're thinking. So right now, you're not the same as you were a few moments ago because you are, you're now having, you've got new information added. So at speeds of 10 to the 27, you've taken my words, and you have caused genetic expression, and you've built little tree-like structures in your brain that look like plants inside your brain to hold the words that I'm telling you so you've literally and that was because of expression of your genes so that means that through our choices we direct and recreate and redesign and re, how we reconceptualize things we redesign the landscape of it's, our this brain. This
0: very exciting we have to take a break when we come back we want to talk about how, how to apply that how to actually switch on your brain much more with Dr. Caroline Leaf when we come back.
2: Dr. Caroline Leaf has been mentoring thousands on how to rewire their brain and tap into all that God created them to be. From over 30 years of scientific study, discover a smarter, happier, healthier, more productive you by learning to switch on your brain in just 21 days. For a gift of any amount, we want to bless you with Dr. Leaf's book, Switch On Your Brain, her revolutionary 21-day detox will show you how to identify and root out the toxic thoughts robbing you of health and peace, and then leads you step-by-step step to replace them with spiritual truths that propel you into a happier, healthier life. Not only will Dr. Leaf's book help you find renewed health and wholeness, your support will also help Jewish Voice provide health and wholeness through life-saving humanitarian care to Jewish people and their neighbors in desperate need. Most importantly, you will be helping them to hear the life-transforming message of God's love and salvation found in Yeshua, Jesus. These are Jewish people in critical need. We've started the work, but with your help, we can do so much more. Anything you can do will make a difference and will save lives. If you can share a gift of $60 or more, we want to bless you with Dr. Leaf's book and this stunning silver-plated Shema necklace. It features Hebrew text which says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. This is the most important of all Jewish prayers. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing please call or click right now to help us save and transform lives
0: welcome back my guest is Caroline Leaf and uh, we're talking about uh, switching on your brain this is a book that's been out for a while but it's awesome I read it you can see my notes here I I was I was really fascinated with it and uh, you're a neurobiologist.
1: Cognitive neuroscientist.
0: Cognitive neuroscientist. Yes. You study the, how the brain works. Yes. And have determined that the mind and the brain are completely different, right? That the That's mind it. actually controls the brain. Okay. Help us again. I want to go back to this. What is the mind? I understand what the brain is.
1: Okay, so the mind is, is also, is, if you think of us being spirit, soul, body, which is the triune nature of man. Your spirit is your highest part of you, then you've got your soul, which is in the middle, then you've got your physical body. So your soul is your mind. Your soul is your mind, and it's your ability to intellectualize, your ability to feel, and your ability to choose. So when we see, if you look inside a person who's alive, then you'll basically what you'll see is when they're thinking, um, v- with various different brain technology, you'll see a lot of action in the brain. So you'll see firing glucose metabolism, action in neurons, and, it's, and there's also down to the level of quantum action. So it's very fast, because the thought that you're thinking right now is impacting every single one of the cells of your entire body, and you have around 75 to 100 trillion cells in your body. As we think, in every instant that we're thinking, we're changing the environment of our cells of our body. So our mind is incredibly powerful, which goes to the scriptures, which says that we have a love, power, and a sound mind. To get a handle on what it is, from a scientific point of view, the mind uh, can be seen inside the brain as when people are thinking, we see firing up. We see, as I mentioned, firing of neurons. You see, So you see electrical activity. You see glucose metabolism. We un- now understand with quantum physics that there's quantum action, which is much faster than, than electromagnetics because that's too slow to explain the brain firing. So if you look at the vibrations, how the, how the brain can communicate, how in an instant one thought can impact the entire body. So that's from a scientific perspective. Perspective. From a spiritual perspective, as I mentioned, we try triune beings, spiritual or body. And if you think of like Luke 16, where the rich man and the poor man, and we know the whole story, and the rich man died, and the poor man died, and they went, uh, the rich man went to Hades, and the poor, ma- the poor man went to heaven. And then the rich man says... Father Abraham sent Lazarus. So, in other words, he's speaking, but he has no physical anything. He remembers Lazarus. He's got memories, but he's got no brain. He recognizes Abraham. They have a discussion. He asks for water. We know the whole story. In other words, he's operating as though he's got a fully functioning brain that holds memories. That scripture alone proves that the the supremacy of the mind over the brain, because all the memories that he had, everything about his life, was still there even though he didn't have a physical body.
0: On earth, in this physical body, does the brain house the mind?
1: Yes, it's the substrate through which the mind moves. So it's, it's a responder to the mind.
0: But what controls the mind, not the brain? You're we, saying the mind controls- But
1: the mind is not it, the mind is you. See, it's the unus It's the it's the, the perfectly you. It's your it's God made you. spirit, so of Now we're body. getting into
0: the spiritual side of that. Yes. So, so it's the,
1: the c- it's the you-ness. and there's a connection between because the soul, which is the mind, is in, has one foot in the door of the spirit of man, and one foot in the door of the physical.
0: This this is a very important thing. The mind is different than the brain. Totally. The the mind is spiritual essence. What what about yeah. the difference between the spirit and the and the and the mind?
1: Well, the spirit is. The is, Mind is, it,
0: is the, I would. It's well, synonymous the, with the soul.
1: Yes. The the mind is soul. So the mind is, and that's where we're doing our intellectualizing. Yes,
0: I understand that.
1: Okay, so you got that well. So intellect, will, and emotion. So being able to think things through, our intellectual ability, our ability to choose, our ability to feel. That's housed in the soul. The spirit man then is our intuition, our conscience, and our worship or communion with god so basically what we found, what the research that i've done is looking at what is mind how does mind work how does it connect into the spiritual part of us how does it impact on the physical and how when your mind where your mind goes your brain follows you see so where your mind goes your brain follows so the mind when god talks about a love power and a sound mind He's, they didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of love, power, and soundness, the Timothy scripture. Basically, what we're looking at there is the, the fact that the mind can actually be split and broken up into two elements, a unconscious and a conscious. And the non-conscious mind is literally operating 24 hours a day at hugely fast speeds. And we, all our memories that have be, we have been building since conception are stored. And we be constantly building, you're constantly building memories. And this is in the non-conscious part of you which connects into the spiritual part of man. The conscious part of your mind is what's operating when you're awake. So at the moment now, your non-conscious is operating and your conscious. And as you ask me questions or as you think of things, that is stuff from your non-conscious mind moving to your conscious mind, influencing your conscious cognitive decision. So at any one moment, like right now, you're listening to me, so there's words coming in, there's visual stimulation, there's stuff coming—that's so there's stuff coming in. There's stuff coming up from your non-conscious mind and it all meets in the in the conscious mind and how you intellectualize and make choices is very much based on what you've implanted through your non-conscious mind into the spiritual part okay, of so who you are. so let's
0: talk about the practical. All of us have a unique set of emotions and thoughts and intellect and uh, some all of us respond to stress differently, exactly. um, adversity differently and so mm-hmm. on. How is that Shaped, uh, where the what are we? What is the what? How did we get to be who we are now? Okay,
1: so if we look at in it terms from of our mind. if we keep around spiritual body and we start with brain being part of body, what we see in the brain is the law of diversity. So in other words, there's nothing. Although we all have the you can. We all have the same basic brain structures and the neurophysiology, etc. but the way that the neurons actually um, have the little structures for memory on top of them. So a neuron looks like a tree. It looks literally like this plant. And as I said, you think as you're listening to me now, your mind generates a signal that causes genetic expression, which makes proteins, and the proteins group together and basically build trees, and those trees hold the information that you are hearing. The signals that we generate with our mind are also influencing all of our other genetic expression, so that we are alive. So every single you having, you've got genetic expression going on all day long, but it has to be driven. So it's driven by your mind. So the mind creates this this this, this, this literal energy. Now energy is um, is the source of it's it's the source of everything, and God is the source of energy. So ba- basically, the spirit of life is basically manifesting through us in a unique way. So God made us all unique. We know the Bible says that we are, it says that we are uniquely made. Unique means standalone. So we see the uniqueness that God created in the spirit man playing out in how we individually each uniquely use our own minds. So our
0: mind is a result of the way that God created us, who, yes. who we are. Yes. But it's also been influenced by input from years and years, well, right?
1: it does, because you, 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 your mind is created We create in God's image, so we create it perfect in God's image, and then we make decisions, and we wire stuff in. So every decision you make, every reaction, as you open your eyes in the morning, you, you're reacting to life, and all of that becomes wired into your brain, and then whatever you wire in becomes these these thoughts that are physical. Thoughts of physical things, so you build thoughts with your mind, and then from the thoughts, we speak. So, for example, I'm speaking now from information that I have built into my mind over years of training so the thought is the is the root that we build in so mind builds thoughts we then speak and do from our thoughts and those thoughts can constantly be changed so let's
0: talk about change we only have a couple minutes left well we have to have you back because we just scratched the surface (laughs)
1: we really did but
0: uh, what there's everybody watching has things they want to change I'm thinking right now about things I want to change in my thinking Mm -hmm. how do we begin that process
1: well, the awareness of the power of our mind is always huge because when we when we go with the worldview where it says that you're just a machine, the genetic deterministic Cartesian Newtonian. Worldview says that we're, we're a machine and you control by genes, and you pretty much have no say. And you just it just plays out, you kind of just you know, go with the flow, which is terribly depressing because it means that there's just no hope. And if something goes wrong, you just got to live with it. That's not what God says, He, he makes works. exactly. God says He makes all things new. We can renew our mind and bring our thoughts into captivity. And that's literally what I've been t- telling us that we teach what I teach people to do. You have we've We've got to start with the premise as well that we have a love, power and a sound mind which I've said a few times. So we did not get given a spirit of fear but of love, power and soundness. So when you start with the premise and understanding that you have a love, power, power, power and sound mind, that means that you have the power to change and that your normal is soundness and your normal is love and God is love. And we see from research that everything about the human brain is wired for love. So, there's nothing in us for anything toxic or anything negative. So, that's the first start point. And then, then we need to, the second thing is to take responsibility. So, you've got to know who you are, which is the love stuff. And then you've got to realize that power, power means I have responsibility.
0: We've got to stop. I've got to stop you. We have to have you back. We're <laughs> out of time. next time? Uh, <laughs> Dr. Leaf uh, has written a book, Switch On Your Brain, and uh, has given us a plan in 21 days to actually detox our brain. I really want to encourage you to get the book Switch On Your Brain. She'll be back tomorrow to share more insight uh, and uh, we'll tell you how to get the book in just a moment. I really encourage you to get it Switch On Your Brain. Today can be the first day of the rest of your life. You don't have to live in bondage any longer. God has fearfully and wonderfully created you and you can change by changing your thinking. Uh, Just ahead, a behind-the-scenes look at the creation of this brand new set, a new chapter in the history of our broadcast. Don't go anywhere.
2: For a gift of any amount, we want to bless you with Dr. Leaf's book, Switch on Your Brain. Her revolutionary 21-day detox will show you how to identify and root out the toxic thoughts robbing you of health and peace, and then leads you step-by-step to replace them with spiritual truths that propel you into a happier, healthier life. If you can share a gift of $60 or more, we want to bless you with Dr. Leaf's book, This stunning silver-plated Shema necklace. It features Hebrew text which says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. This is the most important of all Jewish prayers. Remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to be that blessing. Please call or click right now to help us save and transform lives. Join Jewish Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017. It's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more you'll see Jonathan Bernus commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017, or visit jvmi.org slash Israel.
0: It's time to detox your brain, the incredibly simple way to strengthen your mind and achieve what God intended for you. Next time on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis. Welcome back to the program. If you just joined us, you may have noticed that we have this amazing new set. It was an extraordinary undertaking that never could have been possible without some incredible people and lots of prayer. Take a look. Until next time, this is
2: Jonathan Singh Shalom, and God bless you.
0: I can't even begin to tell you. It's the first time I've seen this. The furniture has arrived, the set is being built. Look at the Jerusalem stone. It's unbelievable.
2: You know what? Eight months ago, we started coming up with the idea for all this stuff. I can't believe it's actually happening. It's unbelievable. i okay.
0: said it's beautiful, it's going to be a lot easier to do everything. So it's a good thing. of great
1: things going right now. We got a brand new set coming in. Uh, Renovations, just
2: good things happening here. Let's check it out.
0: Amazing. A brand new studio that we pray over the next months and years will help millions of believers understand the Jewish roots of their faith and a God who has been faithful to Israel and so is faithful to us. And I want to thank all of our partners that helped to make this possible. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Dr. Caroline Leaf will be back again tomorrow and I hope you'll join us again then. Before we leave, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says they shall prosper that love thee And Israel, and the Middle East needs our prayers now more than ever before. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom, and God bless you.